0: Welcome, curious minds out there, to another mind-bending episode of Flying Chariots The Rise. Tonight's guest is Trisha Brown, and she brought a true cornucopia of incredible stories with her. Trisha will tell us about her UFO experience in 1986 in California. Besides that, she wants to share a puzzling story about teleportation and possible Sasquatch activities, which sounds very exciting. And we will hear about some paranormal incidents too, maybe. So, Trisha, good to have you here.
1: Hi, thank you for having me. We're from all over the place. This is kind of fun, to all connect.
0: Yeah, going international here.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So, Trisha, before we start, you're into a lot of things. Maybe tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, how you grew up, what you're doing.
1: Okay, Okay, I'm from California. I'm from an area called Silicon Valley or the Bay area um, near San Jose, which is, but the actual town is Saratoga near the hills, near the foothills, near the Santa Cruz mountains and very pretty area. So growing up near the mountains and then driving over the hill, which that's what you say when you live there to get across the other side of the mountain to Santa Cruz, the ocean. And, um, and so just, starting at a very young age, like I've tried to figure out what how, what the age I was. I think I was about two and a half or three when I had my first way beyond seeing, beyond the normal five physical senses. So I've had some pretty profound experiences starting from there and then going forward. So um, when I was about in fourth grade is when I re- I remember having the beginnings of the studies and the gaining the knowledge of things like angels and the afterlife. And, and I remember like being in junior high or high school thinking that I wanted to be a parapsychologist. And I'm like, I didn't know what that meant, but I kind of was like knowing it had to do with something with beyond, um, the normal range of the usual, but with psychology, and with the spiritual side of things. And so throughout the years, I have done a lot of studies, spiritual studies. And I also like studying healthy psychology, philosophy, and living a good life, fitness, and nutrition, and all sorts of different things like that. So at, at a certain point into my experiences with seeing spirits and then learning about, you know, when you get into like a let's say a, a paranormal team or a paranormal investigation team and you're you're learning about it, people will say, oh, you need to learn how to protect yourself better. And you know, I'm like, well, what does that mean? You know, so I I I've gained knowledge in these different things. And so when you learn that there's different realms of spirit, And learning that the lower realms of spirit are not, I don't want to be connected to the lower realms of spirit. I want to be connected to the high realms of spirit. And, you know, that would mean starting off with, okay, a loved one that has crossed over and has come back. And now there's your grandma visiting you or, um, or an ancient spirit of the land coming to connect with you because they have gone into the light. And then they're coming to, you know, connect with you in a, in a, in a positive way in a in a helping way, that sort of thing. Um, then you have your spirit guides. You have the helping spirits of the world, the the angels and the archangels and the ascended masters. And then you have source energy. So there's higher and higher and higher realms to connect with. So when you and I've also had where I've seen some lower realms. And so when a combination of being told that, you know, learn how to, you know, learn to learn what to do to protect yourself, but how I've taken that is learn how to have very uh, high positive energy around you and within you, which will then attract you the higher realms. And then you're connecting with the higher realms and the, the lower realms just can't be around you because of physics or metaphysics. And I, and I went to school for that too, so uh, for energy work and you know these sorts of things. So, and then my studies of listening to elders talking, the native people, the ancient people, the, the indigenous people, um, the tribes people, the shamans, the different words that I'm using to describe um, people who study shamanism or the connecting to the land, collect, connecting to nature understanding that everything has a consciousness and that you can connect to the trees. You can connect to plants and fish and, and to anything that's around you because everything is energy and everything has a consciousness. So I'm like, wow, that's pretty interesting. That would be pretty fun to learn how to, um, learn these things and then apply them on purpose. And then see what happens for fun, for the for the connection of it, for the, you know, because when you start listening to other people's experiences, and you're like, wow, I, I want to have that too. So in my in my own studies of the experiences that I had starting off at a very young age and realizing that I was having where these high vibrational um beings were were coming to me. So I wanted to learn how to continue that and have these really good experiences with the high vibrational beings. So I, I hope this makes sense. I, I, you know, when I, when I try to explain this, it's just, you know, um, sometimes it might seem a little, I don't know, abstract or, or, or I don't know. Does it make any sense what I'm saying so far?
0: <laughs> As you no. It does make okay, sense. Good. It's just something it's okay. a little bit hard to understand for, Uh, people that don't uh, mess with all that stuff, of course, but yeah.
1: Well, it's not messing with, it's just, it's kind of like, let's say, you know, that a group of people are, have um, a way of being that is, that is really good and helpful and uplifting. And there's a friendship level there and a kindness there and all these really good things. And you want to know what you can do to get connected with those people. It's not, Messing with something. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just what, you know, like taking the tools and then applying them or, you know, learning what to say. It's kind of like learning different customs or cultures. Like if I was going to go to Germany, I would probably want to learn how to be uh, respectful when I go into someone's house. Right. And I would say, I'm going to try to learn the right way. But if I came in, and was trying, let's say you you could tell I was really trying, but then I accidentally did something, oops, right? You'd have more um, of a, a, oh, I could see she's trying. Okay, right? Right. So when you're out and about in the world and you're showing as best as you can respect and consideration of when you're in someone else's house or when you're on the land, and you're saying um, thank you for allowing me to be here. I really appreciate it. Here, you know these sorts of things. Then you're gonna, they're gonna know that that you're a type of person that is respectful and kind and considerate and that kind of thing. So I have what's been happening t- with me in my life is that I will go out into the world. Um, let's say I'll be on a hike or hike or, or camping or something. And in some way or another, I will be connected to like they, the non-physical presences, the good ones will do something to let me know that they're there. And so it's fun. It's fun to have that, you know? So that's, that's a little, you know, I can, like, I could really spend like a lot of hours going into like (laughs) deeper of who I am and what I'm about and whatever, but, um, this sub these subjects are like the paranormal and the mystical and whatever. And so I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to take my uh, studies, my spiritual studies, the experiences that I've, that I've been having, and I'm going to use them to see if I can connect to the Sasquatch people. And so, and I'm going to use them to see if I can connect to the ancient people, because I think it's very interesting to learn from people who lived thousands of years ago. And so I've taken like, you know how in the, in the, in the paranormal world, there's sort of a format that's been set up for a long time. You have your instruments, you do these things, you say these things, it's sort of like the same thing over and over and over and over and over again, that's been going on for a really long time. And so I decided that I wasn't going to, as I was getting involved in like, let's say the Sasquatch topic, I was going to use my way of connecting instead of the same way that these, some other people are doing it, which I'm not saying that they're not getting results. I just wanted to have my own so that when I have my own experiences, I know it's because of me doing it my way and not, or, you know, this, I just knew that I was having my own connection to them. And so I started having these sort of flashbacks of different experiences that I had in my life to show me that they had already been letting me know that they're there. And so that's, that's sort of some background, you know, Mm -hmm. so I'll just say all that. (laughs) And I've, I've had a chance to talk with other people on other, you know, podcasts and these sorts of things. And so I, I really like being able to share, because we all have our different experiences and we can all learn from each other. And it's fun to hear different, different, different experiences. So the first thing you talked about was the UFO thing. So if you want, I can, I can kind of follow the the way that you said my different experiences, if you want to, or do you have any questions?
0: Yes. Since you mentioned uh, the ancient people, that's a very interesting topic. And I do believe, that, and I like the idea, that all the things you've talked about, the connection to different realms, stuff like that, people Mm -hmm. back then, many, many years ago, hundreds, thousands of years ago, people back then were able to do that kind of stuff. And I always like to say that people back then might be able to communicate with telepathy and things like that. This Mm -hmm. is, I think, because we disconnected from nature a little bit throughout the years, Mm -hmm. And um, people back then were more into nature and and were in in touch with the nature spirits and and all these things. Right. Right. Yeah.
1: Yes. I mean, they, they weren't distracted or, or desensitized. They were completely just had no concept of other noise other than natural noise. Although when we see these petroglyphs of these interesting objects that are that, you know, in some of these shaped looking spaceships or whatever, maybe they did hear those noises of the sound. I don't know. I mean, like, I don't know. I'm just kind of going off on a little tangent there, but I'm just saying like pretty much though, they, all they had to was the natural noises of of the wind and the water and each other talking and, you know, that sort of thing. And so they, they were very much connected to, I mean, there's everything has a spirit. So you can connect to things. You, they they would have connections to fish and and animals and plants and who knows what else. You know they yeah. Yeah. you know. So I like learning from their teachings mm-hmm. and the people who are offering the the ancient teachings. I think it is good for us to learn from. You know it's honoring our ancestors were all connected but we can learn how to have these same experiences as them and i also think too in getting to learn um from the more modern um native people that are from the you know the descendants of the ancient people some people have because of their that you know the the time frame when they were moved from their natural homes and then were removed from their families and then were sent to these schools and then they started kind of forgetting their backgrounds that they also can do these things to remember and i always like to be able to say that you know to anyone out there that that you know that they can also remember and get back to what they know and i really honor the people that have, that stay doing their 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 natural native um the powwows and the sweat lodges and the the gatherings and all that sort of thing so um mm-hmm. glad that they're and I want them to stand more up for themselves and bring it back more cuz they have a right to so anyways i went on a tangent <laughs> Sorry. I'd like to. I'd like to,
0: <laughs> one or two examples when I talk about uh, that stuff in that context. um Animals—they can sense a, a, an earthquake coming or some other <laughs> catastrophe. They can sense. And they, I'm and... not
1: laughing at you. I just—I'll tell you why I'm laughing in no, a second.
0: It's all good. It's all good. They're running. <laughs> They're running and 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 going to hide and and stuff because they 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 have still have these senses they can sense the stuff we've lost it completely and another awesome yeah you can call it example is I've read this story about um, Jane Goodall who does, does research with the chimpanzees mm-hmm. and yeah. other apes and that's so interesting what she said she talked about these chimpanzees traveling to this waterfall every now and then going to this waterfall a little a group of these chimpanzees they visit this waterfall every now and then and um on their way on the way there the closer they get the more excited excited they are they they start start uh, screaming and, and, and jumping around they, they, they getting more and more happy the closer they get and when they're there they stand upright and they sway to the sound of the waterfall. That's so beautiful. Oh, and wow.
1: They,
0: they and sway left to right and sway back and forth to the sound of the waterfall. And then they start climbing, oh, wow. climbing the waterfall, climbing the rocks, throwing sticks into the waterfall and stones. And they watch the stones as they um, get carried away by the water. And they do that wow. for a little while. And after they're done with uh, s- uh, throwing sticks and rocks into the waterfall, um, they sit and stand uh, besides the waterfall. And they're in some kind of meditative state. They, they just sit there and suck wow. up the atmosphere and enjoy the atmosphere. That was a great read. I read this article and saw videos about it. That's awesome. And and that shows how connected they are with nature. To us, it's fascinating that these animals do this kind of stuff, but it's completely normal mm-hmm. what they do. It's, it's the most normal thing in the world. Right. We don't do that. We look at our cell phones. All day long mm-hmm. stick the nose in our computer and, and stuff like that. This is why we, we lost these kind of senses.
1: Well, they're there. You just, you know, but they are they are there. We all have the inner senses. They're know? buried. <laughs> and so when sometimes people think, oh, only this person or these people who are psychics and mediums. Mm-hmm. No, they they may have had some more natural abilities and then they developed them further though they also learned how to you know what does it mean and how to develop them their own senses so we all have these inner senses but yeah um with the that's really interesting to hear about about the about them because I I'd, I'd never known about that that's pretty interesting
0: I, I was laughing the article
1: I was laughing because I was talking to a guy um a few days ago I guess I was on his show. And this one person called in and they, we were, we got on the subject about how about the earthquakes and, and these sorts of things. And, you know, it's just about because they're, you know, their their senses are so heightened that they're able to recognize that 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 vibrational thing happening sooner than than we can.
0: Right. You know, that, so right. another thing. I'm interested in your opinion is um, there's certain scientists and researchers that say that our pineal gland was way bigger a long time ago, double the size, maybe triple the size, I don't know, was way yeah. bigger. And we know what it does, right? And we know that it produces a tiny, tiny amount of DMT. And so what is your opinion on that? Does that have something to do with all this stuff or...
1: Well the, the, the this area, the third eye area here is one of the where the one of the energy centers are that is connected to that area and also down deep into the, the brain. Yes the pineal gland is considered that same area that has to do with abilities, yes. And that's talked about a lot the more that we we study about the ancient like Egyptians, you know, I just think that they were that they were more tuned into these things, and their lives were more centered around these things. and it was it was just a way of life. And then, as time has gone on and and our man-made constructs and the things that we think about and just gotten farther away from it. So, I mean, I don't know if that answers your questions, but um, but we all have these these areas, these energy centers in our bodies. And this area is has to do with um, vision, clear vision, seeing bigger pictures, these sorts of things. Um, And then the crown chakra also is for. um, Connecting to uh, infinite intelligence and um solutions and answers and connecting to the spirit realm and all these things. So the more that you uh take care of your these energy centers, the more that you're going to be able to be tuned in to the better things that are around you in the world. And and you can you'll be able to see more and hear more and sense more if you are taking care of your this physical apparatus, you know, because it's doing more than just being skin you know it's, it's it's doing more than just i mean obviously that's very important too <laughs> our physical body is just in the fact that it's bones and muscles and the bloods flowing through us but there's just more going on that you can go down and like go down the rabbit hole and all these subjects for a, you know and gather a whole lot of information in but um and i can talk about all that but i definitely wanted to be able to talk about some really great experiences that I've had with these different, you know, I was like, I want to have experiences with the Sasquatch people. I want to have experiences with, um, the, the, the higher realms of spirit. Um, could I have experiences with the ETs? Could I have it, you know, like just how many, like, what can I connect to? I just wanted to be so open for a whole bunch of different experiences and so the more that i have tuned in to the world around me the more i'm being shown and i'm i'm saying will you teach me will you show me i want to be friends with you i want to learn from you and then i'm having these experiences and so you have to be paying attention too i mean you can't be like staring at your phone and then you know or looking at your your all your recording devices or you're you know setting up your thing and then an experience is going to happen it doesn't just wait for you to have it all set up it's just going to happen you know what i'm saying yeah so um i've gotten a chance to have and there's people that have experiences every day and that's kind of like what i was going for like i want to have my life be mystical every day Mm -hmm. multiple times a day too you know like and I've, i i wouldn't say it's gotten to that far but i've had days in a row where i've had two things one day and another thing the very next day or you know that kind of thing multiple things in one day <laughs> and you know when when i when i speak about this when i say these things out loud they're listening to me and then later on they'll do something to let me know that they were listening to me
0: yeah. and it
1: makes me laugh because it shows also that they have a sense of humor and i definitely want to i want to, i want to, i want to go more into detail about what i'm talking about so um those are the kind of things i want to i want to really be able to talk to you guys about and share with everybody if you're interested in that
0: of course but <laughs> you you <laughs> okay. told us about an interesting experience in 1986 in california so what okay. happened there
1: so i was it li- it's a it's a suburbs, a nice suburbs. And um, I was 16. And my boyfriend was getting we were getting ready to drive from his house to my house, we were backing out of the driveway. And I would say it was about 10 at 10 at night. And it was the kind of street where you drove under the speed limit, because even though it probably said 25 miles per hour, you still drove less than that, because the way that the streets were we're situated. So we're just kind of putting along, just kind of getting out of the driveway and starting the road. And we're coming up to like a a little intersection. And I look up and imagine that there's these houses just next to each other. And above one of the houses is this round covering object just hovering there. And I've tried as best I can to describe, like, let's say the size of a Volkswagen Bug. Like, you know, that's that's as best as I can describe like that size of it. So it wasn't really big, but it was bigger than definitely a, a remote control something. And it was like, in, in this neighborhood, there was some pine trees. So imagine the size of a pine tree and then above the pine tree, let's say another half size of a pine tree. So while it was, I couldn't believe my eyes. I, I was like, what's that? And I was afraid that, like in the movies where this beam of light comes down. <laughs> so I was to tell him, don't go any closer. And he's like, but I just I just want to see. And so we we sat there in the car watching this this hovering thing. And it wasn't really far away. I mean, it was just right there. And it had, I couldn't tell if the whole thing was spinning or if there was lights on it that were changing colors, or maybe there was lights all the way around it and it was changing colors. I couldn't tell because it was, it would go red and then like, let's say white, you know, that kind of thing, the colors would change, but I couldn't tell if, you know what I'm saying? So he said, I just want to kind of just drive past it so I can see another angle. I'm like, okay. So he drove down the street a little bit more, turned around, and so now we're seeing it the other side of it, and it's just—I I mean, I—in my my years of life, we you know when you're you're not. I mean, this was in 1986 too. I mean, it wasn't as uh, all this happening all over the world. It wasn't as much happening as far as I knew at that time in the world. And so we're sitting there watching this this object hovering in the sky, and it 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 moved over a little bit over the top of another house and a helicopter flew nearby it, which was a little bit strange. I felt because obviously whoever was in that helicopter saw it and then it, it left. So we sat there and watched this thing for like 15 minutes or so. And then all of a sudden from zero to like a zillion, it just went across the sky. Like, I could it was just like Star Trek or something. And I could see it going as it went across the sky, just a zillion miles per hour across the sky. It really showed how big the sky is, how, as fast as it was going and how far I was able to watch it go. I just couldn't, it was just mind boggling. It, it changed my life after that. So the next day it was in the paper. It said light above Saratoga returns. And it said, like the starting of the article was like, second Tuesday in a row, this this light above Saratoga, blah, 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 whatever the whole article was. And then this person apparently said, like, Moffitt Field didn't know anything about it. The airports didn't know anything about it. No one knew anything about it. This this helicopter definitely knew something saw it. Um, and it was. Whoever this person that had this article was able to interview a couple people who saw it. This one girl that was at the local college, she went out, left her class to go use the bathroom. She saw it. She laid down on the grass and watched it. So I started recognizing over the years since more and more of um, UFOs in this area of the world and finding out that there is a lot going on in this part of the world. A lot has been seen. There's like a website with everybody putting in their different uh, things that they've seen. Um, over the years, you know, you, you you talk to a person, oh yeah, they've seen things in the same area. And so that was in 86. And so in, I'm gonna say 2010, um, I was working in a dental office in the same town and I was talking to a patient and she happened to live two ho- houses away from that same boyfriend's house and her son saw a football field sized ufo flying over that area and so the the hills are really close to there so he was up in the hills one one day and he was watching the out over the the landscape of the of the whole area of the valley there and he saw mini, one over at that point, one in that point, like all in these different points in the sky and they all started taking off together. Um, So yeah, that, that was my very first experience and that was the most close as far as seeing a UFO. I feel like since then I've had some experiences where I have been visited in my room where I've seen some interesting orbs and uh, I woke up where I saw this like a big um, um, what do you call it the that that when a camera stands on this a tripod three tripod yes it was like there was a tripod in the room by the door with this um, it looked totally sci-fi this uh, uh, laser beam a device pointing at me. (laughs) I woke up, I saw that for a second and then it sort of just like vanished. So I've had these strange little things like that. And somebody said, well, it sounds like you're being monitored possibly. I'm like, okay, well, I haven't had any thing of feeling like I was abducted or anything like that. But I, I did teleport. I did have an experience of teleporting one time but I feel that had to do more with the Sasquatch people or going through a portal. I'm not sure, but yeah, yeah so that's, it's a totally different thing. But,
0: Did you have yeah. the chance to document any of these UFO experiences in, in some kind of way, like a fo- photo, photo or, or video, something like that?
1: No, I mean, back then, I mean, you, it was, it was not even thought of to do that. We didn't have any, you know, professional video cameras with us. And that was even before like America's Funniest Home Videos. (laughs) So we didn't have like our own little video camera with us. But I bet you, though, if we did, we would have definitely videoed it. Yeah, yeah, so this was just more like, again, with your own eyes, (laughs) your own eyes, just taking it in like, oh my God, what am I seeing? Like, this is real. And so I went, I went, my mind went to, okay, maybe this is just government. Maybe they're just trying out different uh, of their own remote controlled. um, Oh, things like. uh, um, Objects to, I don't know, monitor us. I don't know. I didn't know how to take it. It's hard to wrap the mind around that that there are truly beings coming from other places from another galaxy or something, or from another, I don't know, planet. <laughs> I mean, that just seems so, right? I mean, but but now, oh my gosh, it's been going on. Well, if we can go back, I mean, obviously, like, again, it's been shown in in the art, the, the rock art for thousands and thousands Thousands of years, maybe millions yeah. of years. Yeah.
2: I like the like the Hopi Indians and the Kachinas.
1: Yes, you know about that, right? And exactly the
2: two two hundred gods that came down and helped the the tribe survive and learn agriculture <laughs> and mathematics and other things to survive. But yeah, again, the um, the rock art for being thousands and thousands of years old around the world, telling the same yes. story
1: around the world. It's just,
2: come on. It's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like the cargo—the the ancient cargo cult that's just been forgotten. That's what I, that's what I stem from that area of belief of like the the cargo cult is like how mankind was interacting with physical beings in the remote past, and uh, kind of stem from there where everybody's making pyramids because they're all from the same teachers.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yes, but and yeah. then also too, I mean, they. They were, it's okay. So some of my thoughts is that, you know, they were, they were, I don't know if necessarily they were, their physical bodies were teleporting necessarily, but possibly, but I, it's possible too, that they were doing when they would do their meditations in these, the dark rooms inside the pyramids. And then these side of these other, um, structures was that they were connect, maybe possibly, um, projecting to different areas through the solar systems and that sort of thing um, connecting to these different places and then not and then also the fact that i mean this is going to sound this could sound really far off because of not thinking about this before but um we don't come from here you know we 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 are we are we are non-physically we are from the non-physical and we've come to the physical. So <laughs> that's really like hard to wrap the mind around. I know that, but like it's already been shown that in science, particles start from the non physical and come into the physical. So we as a being, we start from the non physical and then we come to the physical and we start in our mom's womb. And then we form and then. The, you know, which just seems completely natural. But if it was a sci-fi movie, it would seem weird because it would be in a pod and then it would be forming in a pod and then it would become a a, a being. So in our, in our history of being human beings, we did not start from this planet. So we were from, you know, a whole bunch of...
2: Well, as- that's why the Russians call themselves cosmonauts because they believe that they came from the stars and they're returning to the stars. So I think oh. that's an awesome concept for
0: mm-hmm.
2: the space program in Russia. I'm like, eh, yes, I like, that, I like that concept. Yeah. <clears throat> so, hmm.
1: so, I mean, the more that you go down the rabbit hole of our teachings, it's like, <laughs> you can really like, if you want to, you can learn a lot yeah. and Expand your expand our minds,
0: that's true. Do, it's have profound. You, have you heard of the Dogon people, the Dogon tribe?
1: That sounds really tell me more because it's vaguely sounds familiar. Yeah, they tell live, me more
0: live in West Africa, and one aspect of their culture is that they have uh, good knowledge of Sirius B, um, okay. which is a companion mm-hmm. of Sirius R. A, mm-hmm. um, and even way before telescopes were invented the dogon people they had reports about uh, about the orbit and the color of sirius b okay and they mm-hmm. they told stories about um, beings they called namo n o m m o namo okay. and these beings they said came from the stars and um these beings they brought um Knowledge to the Dogon people, knowledge about astronomy, about agriculture, about um, even spiritual messages. And they say the God of the universe, they call Ama, A M M A, Ama, sent the Dogon down to earth to humans. And um, it described the Namo, they described them as half human, half amphibian beings. So that's a little bit weird, but um, they are red, and once they touch, uh, set foot uh, on Earth, they went completely white. And oh, interesting! They say, or that they knew, <laughs> they say that they knew they originated from from the Sirius system, and they came from a planet inside that S- uh, Sirius system. So, yeah, that's a interesting story. Um, if you want to have a look at the Dogon people, that's a very interesting read this tribe okay a lot of knowledge mars plays a role in the in their history and in the story i'm not i'm not 100 sure which uh place mars takes in the story but yeah i have to have to look it up too but yeah that's basically the story of the dogon people i think, in a nutshell,
2: i think ancient Samaria Sumerians talk about mars being like a another home base mm-hmm. something
1: like uh, that from, yeah i mean i'm open for it because you know when i In 2015, I went to a special school, Delphi University of Spiritual Studies, and part of the school was learning about our background. And that's what I was talking about is the understanding that, you know, we part of how we create here is through thought. So, you know, we didn't start off with our bodies, our consciousness or who we truly are is not our bodies it's our consciousness and so we created through our thought to, have, to be on this planet so we started from different areas and then we were there and then we were there and then we were here but it makes total sense to me that that these these beings that were probably here for you know that that's these these buildings that are being found they were here and then they left and they were coming back and forth. And it, it completely makes sense to me. I know it might seem like really far-fetched to some people, but it totally doesn't to me. I'm like totally listening to you, like, oh, okay, yeah. Like, like it's like you're no different than saying, like, oh yeah, these people they drove to Nebraska. <laughs> you know, like it's not weird at all, right? It's just doing it. I don't know if that, you know, I'm just saying, like, I've 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 learned some things in my studies. And then I've had these experience, you know, when you have your own experience, it goes beyond believing. I mean, you could, you could hear something and say, that makes sense. That resonates. But then when you have an experience, then you know, and you know it. So, I mean, I'm not saying that, but I know I've talked to people that do remote viewing and, you know, I'm, you know, I'm just saying like, i really in my studies my school learn some things and then applying these teachings or you're like somebody says you know if you if you do abc this is going to be the result so i'm like okay i'll do it and then you get the result so you know you you want to you know you you if you want to have the experience then like, okay, so this makes me think about that show where the people are sitting outside and they're wanting to connect to the beings, the, the UFOs. So they're outside sort of meditating and Steve calling five. them in. Yeah.
2: Stephen
0: Greer. Yeah. C- yeah. C 5 stuff, I think. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I can't remember the name of it, but yeah, I knew you guys know what I'm talking about. I mean, that's that's happening to them. And there's been footage. Mm-hmm. so you can't you can't make that up
0: <laughs> I yeah. mean it's
1: just beyond it's just beyond you know
2: you know you should try to do sometime we we found out recently uh, i think about a year ago from a guy that was he coined the word the visible highway and he just uh he just happened to be uh practicing in his backyard his his back swing and his golfing and <laughs> he wanted to do it this slow motion so he could see you know what he's doing correctly and whatnot. And he realized when he filmed himself in slow motion, there was something in the sky that just came out of the blue and just kind of sat and flew off. He started just, you know, testing it out, just putting his camera out to the sky for 30 seconds of slow motion. And he he starts catching all this activity just in and out through the clouds and stuff like that. And he had me and Daniel try it ourselves in our own backyard. And we both, Caught something really? pretty unexplainable, and it was pretty, oh. vanac- <laughs> pretty fascinating. So cool. he's just kind of claiming that there's this constant activity in our skies all day long. It's yes. just in and out. They're coming in, you know, from outer space, from maybe the into our hollow earth. Who knows? <laughs> right. But again, it's yeah. they have their own agendas and they have their it's own. Doing
1: it, yeah,
2: <clears throat> right. And again, I like... think
1: that I think that sometimes us as people. We might see something, but it's just too far beyond. And so we can't accept it that it's that it really happened. And so they, they just blow it off. But yes, I, I totally agree. I mean, I I mean I've had experiences um my whole life that it's like it happens and then, you know, it's it's it, it really doesn't matter if it was recorded or not. it, it happened, you know, I mean. Even if I were to tell you guys and we're having this conversation with everyone that's listening, it's not going to make it more or less real. It's just fun to talk to. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it is, it's is part of reality. You know I mean? It's there to be, to be experienced. And uh, I think it's pretty fun. I mean, I've seen some things like these giant, like looking meteorite things, going parallel to the sky what the heck was that and did anyone else see that or did I only see that you know type thing or these sort of like sparkler things coming out of this falling out of the sky and going through the atmosphere and then literally going th- down uh, into the intersection did it did anyone else see that or was I the only one to see that you know these sorts of things or I'm looking up at the sky, and I'm looking at a star, and then all of a sudden, the star is blocked out by something. What the heck did that? Something just blocked the star. You know, something went in front of it. To... So yes, I mean, I've seen lots of things, and that's just the the, the celestial stuff. It's so. Tell me what you guys saw. I mean, I, like, what was what was an experience that you had when you did that?
2: So uh, <clears throat> we both. I, I just I caught. Yeah, go ahead, Dana. Yeah.
1: Cool.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what I caught was like a <clears throat> a perfect orb that just like just shot up. It came super fast and then it slowed down and just went through in and out through the clouds. The fact of how how fast it was going to like almost a complete you know slowdown where you think the person inside would be jelly on the wall. <clears throat> but again, um, the fact that this guy who told us about this said that we probably would catch something on a on a patchy cloudy day. Um, and he was right. It was kind of wow. funny that he, uh, he pointed he us in that it. direction. Yeah, he did. Wow. <laughs> so I recommend you trying it as much as activities you've been finding yourself around. Um, yeah, yeah, you might catch something really cool.
1: Yeah, it's possible. I mean, I, I just like seeing, I like just experiencing it, my, this with my, my own self,
0: mm-hmm. you know, that's yeah. that,
1: that's more my, my thing, you know, is, is using my, my, my physical self and, and seeing it, you know, but, but if I don't have like, I, what did you use like a camera? I mean, I don't have a, that. Yeah. I could use my phone, I guess I could probably like, just, yeah. Set I just, it on I just board. use my,
2: I just use my iPhone that has a oh, setting really? for that has an, a setting for slow motion. And oh, just, okay. Yes. Just put, and it's for 30 seconds. Cause you, if you sit there for like minutes, you're going to be looking at things for hours. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. 30 seconds and yeah you'd be surprised at what you might just catch
1: oh my god okay i'll do that like you're talking about the slow-mo feature on video
2: yeah yeah okay Mm
1: -hmm. yeah i'll do that why not and so what did you daniel what did you have what what was your experience when you did
0: it i um i've seen a strange um, object in the sky moving very very fast i wow uh, it wasn't uh, noticeable when the nor- when the video ran on normal speed, but when I, on oh my god, I, okay, I
1: get you. Okay. I've
0: seen it. Yeah, it was it was kind of triangle shaped. Actually, I have a picture here if you want to see it. I can share the yes. screen if you want to. Yeah. Wow! Yeah, um, yeah, there it is. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my know. god! <laughs> yeah. Wow! It's a little bit blurry. Oh, I've a better picture of it. I I edited it a little bit, but I don't have it here right now. Um, I sharpened. Okay. It moves across the sky. Yeah, and it flew from from left to right in in when damn fast, man! It was really really fast. <laughs> it was not noticeable. Really? I didn't see it uh, while filming, and it was almost not noticeable when I when I uh, reviewed the video. But <laughs> um, I just saw a little thing flying uh through the clouds when I looked at the video for the third or fourth time. It went like, ooh, <laughs> like really fast.
1: What a trip!
0: Yeah, and then I slowed it down and I had this. Yeah could be some kind of triangle
1: it does look like that
0: yeah it does yeah look like a bird it's, it's better no noticeable uh in the edited uh, picture when i sharpened it a little bit and it's not that blurry but i don't have it here right now as, as i said yeah but it's a very yeah, interesting, that's okay. uh, interesting wow
1: thanks for showing yeah that's cool okay that did get me inspired so yeah, how did you angle up. it then? How did you have it sort of sitting like like your phone like this? Up and to just take sky? it in your hands,
2: you know, just yeah, just point oh, it. Oh, okay, I get uh, you. He okay. just uh, he he said usually cloudy, not super cloudy, but like patchy cloudy days, you know, like yeah, at least there's a good amount of clouds in the sky because they like to go in and out through the clouds just for they kind of hide own... themselves. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, I'm gonna do it, and I'll, do I'll, it. I'll 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 send you a message if I have. one. Yeah, how how long? Awesome. How fast? Did it happen when you tried it, like right away? It,
2: was, it happened my first time doing it.
1: No yeah. way. <laughs> yeah.
2: No.
1: I'm gonna also try that out in the woods with my other yeah,
2: experience. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, do it, please.
1: Wow.
2: Okay. Yeah, there's actually there's a there's a place called Burlington, Wisconsin here, and uh, there's a weird phenomenon in this woods where you just take your camera and you just just take pictures in random spots and your pictures will all turn out swirly and have orbs and other, like you have like a double of you, like a, that's really crazy shit. I don't know Mm. if it's because there's some weird portals or it's called the vortex, they call it there.
1: Okay. The Burlington Vortex. Mm. All right. (laughs) Everywhere in
2: Wisconsin, come check it out.
1: That too, yeah. I'm like in the middle of getting a a camper trailer so that I can travel Mm. and have my camper trailer also. There you go. So I can go park it. And uh, go wander around in the woods.
0: <laughs> yeah, do that. Cool.
1: I will definitely think of that or or, or or do that. Thank you for telling me about that. That's that's awesome.
0: But let's move on a little bit with your uh, yes. Tell tele, a teleportation story. You you've you've been teleported from A to B, uh, and your, yes, I was... your your parrot was with you, and I think your dog. So tell us yes. about that. <laughs> interesting. Okay.
1: Okay. So there was an area. There's an area in uh in Georgia that has a, a nature preserve. It's got um like five trails on it. It's not a big place, but when you're there, you can just it's just a very nice uh nature feeling there. So I I realized not long after going there that I was seeing these tree manipulations and these the 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 tall skinny pines the dead ones have been like they look like they were being rearranged in the forest and at first you know I thought is this from the weather like you know because I was kind of new to that area and I thought well maybe the the wind or how would that do that I don't know but it definitely um made me it, it stood out and then I started noticing um like these 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 rearranging of the branches and the pulling downs of the branches and a log placed over the top, these different things that are associated with the Sasquatch people. And um and I in that in that time frame, I was more and more learning about what they're about. And I started talking out loud to the space. And like the trees, this is what what I feel like that that since their roots go down into the earth, that I could talk to the trees and that that I could say something as if I'm saying speaking to the entire world through the trees. That's what I decided to do. And I was talking to the Sasquatch people or whatever other beings of the light from the light, the good beings, letting them know, thank you for being with me. I'd love to learn from you. I want to be friends, these sorts of things. and. So soon after that, I started hearing these vocals um, in different areas. Uh, I heard it like a half hour from there. I heard it uh, right outside my na- my neighborhood I was living in. Uh, then again, in um, upstate South Carolina, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So I was I was I was starting to hear the these vocalings and also these owls. And I say that in quotes because. Um, they can sometimes uh, mimic different animal sounds, so I w- decided to go out to that same nature preserve area to see if I could hear that some vocals. So I brought my parrot and my dog with me. I, I I bring them with me. I brought them with me a lot. My 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 dog she uh, last year. She, it's been a year now. She she took her last breath. Um, but my my parrot she's still with me. She's been with me 27 years, and so I take her with me. A lot both of my animals have been with me through many paranormal experiences and so it's not a big deal it doesn't it's not like it doesn't freak them out or anything like that they they actually well I've seen my bird look at things up in the sky and look around like she's seeing things that I don't see so I had them with me my birds on my shoulder my dog's just walking off leash I decided to go to an area off trail and when I was walking to this particular area that i wanted to go to off trail i noticed a branch like stuffed into the ground and that's something that sometimes people will talk about where it's a long branch and it's like somebody took it and just like like not not literally hammered it into the ground but is it is in the ground and it and it's not it wasn't growing there somebody put it there and i oh (laughs) what's happening to my screen it's like (laughs) Oh. I'm changing colors. <laughs> That's okay. I, I like it. I look I look sort of violet.
0: <laughs> I had that happen uh, a while ago with another <laughs> guest. Interesting.
1: Yeah, I didn't even, I didn't do it. It's okay, though. Yeah. Um. Me, maybe I'm getting some good vibes right now. <laughs> the violet color.
0: The government uh, is listening.
1: <laughs> no, I'm getting some spiritual vibes, some good spiritual vibes. <laughs> um. So I thought, well, maybe this is a, a trail marker for them. So I'm like I'm going to go off trail right here. And it was literally in the spot that I had been out before. So I went out there and I'm just standing in the woods off trail. And I'm like let's say let's say 20 20 yards off trail off of the trail. And I'm just waiting for like the sun to start going down. And for that time frame where the bug starts singing in the trees, right before dusk, and I'm listening and to seeing if I, I I will hear something because that is when I have heard things is around that time frame. So nothing's happening. I'm hearing the birds or the 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 insects singing, and that's it. So I thought, okay, I'm gonna go. Um, I'm like I'm gonna order a pizza. That's how close I was to ta- to go. To go get my pizza, it wasn't like in the wilderness. Okay, um so I ordered my pizza, and then the sun was really starting to go down. I'm like, okay, I better, I better go. And as I started walking back towards the trail, I kind of was more off to the left a little bit than when I went in. So I, it wasn't as familiar of the landscape, but I knew that all I needed to do is just keep walking straight, and I'll hit the trail. And so somewhere in there is where I think it happened but I didn't so I I I was trying to get to the trail and I was like all I need to do is like go under these pine boughs and I'll go down this little tiny tiny embankment and then there should be the trail and there was no trail and I could not understand what was going on it didn't make any sense because it wasn't like I made a sharp left and headed, continuing in just the middle of, of the woods. You know, I, I've I've been going out in the woods since I was a little little kid. I I have a I have a pretty good sense of direction, I must say. <laughs> I'm like patting myself. I'm just saying. I was like, it didn't make any sense. So I mean, I literally like yelled out help because <laughs> I was like freaking out. I'm like, what is going on? And now it's dark. And another thing I want to say is. I had been talking to the Sasquatch people saying, I want to learn from you. I want to be friends, teach me. I want to help, you know, these sorts of things. And so I've had times where I'm like getting ready to go do something where where I'll have a thought. And I had this thought before I went out there that I should wear my rain boots, you know, my galoshes or wellies or whatever you call them, you know? And I thought, well, maybe I'll feel like going off trail and going in the, the, um, the uh, swampy areas, you know, the, the standing water areas. So I thought maybe that's why I felt like we're, because in my years of life, I've never once, except for this one time worn rain boots to go hiking. So I ended up being in this standing water area. There was like standing water, like four or five inches deep. There was this fallen tree that was like, I don't know, like three feet two and a half feet in diameter that did not, was not there when I, it was, just didn't make any sense. I, I was in a completely different landscape than when I went in. And I'd been on these trails many, many times. And it was where you try to use your cell phone light and it was just blinding me. It wasn't, it wasn't helping me to see where to go. So I, and my parrot was on my shoulder and my dog, she just was keeping up herself. So I, she was not on her leash at all. She was just doing her own thing. So I look up through the trees, I'm in the forest through the trees and I can see the headlights of the cars on the on the road, way up there. And so I'm like, I'm gonna just walk straight and just plow through just the land, the the, the brush. <laughs> And maybe aim a little bit to the left because I thought, well, maybe because I thought I knew where I was. I was imagining that I was in this spot and that I could veer left and maybe I'll hit into the parking lot or I'll get out onto the highway and then I'll just walk to my car. So I just started walking towards the headlights. And I'm really glad that there were headlights because I don't know what I would have done if there was no headlights, because I was so disoriented at that, I I didn't know where I was. It was such a trippy feeling. I'd never had that before. So I, I, I walked about 10 minutes or so straight. And when I got to the road, I realized where I was was actually more like a fourth of a mile to the right way to the right. And I was in a section, that was was not part of the, where I ended up, where I started, like where I went boing and was somewhere else. I was not in the nature preserve. I was, I was far to the right, like a fourth of a mile. I don't know if this makes sense, if you're able to uh, visualize what I'm talking. I wish I could like show yes. a diagram, you know, from like a satellite image or something.
0: No, because- oh, gotcha, gotcha. It's so interesting. Yeah let me add before you go on please let me add something before i forget yeah i'm um, yes. interrupt you um since you mentioned owls like really short uh, shortly before you got into your story you mentioned owls mm-hmm. um yep. i want to i want to mention a guy named mike klellant and okay. let me share the screen here sorry for all you uh, audio only guys uh, on here but um if you want to see it, please go to the YouTube video now. Um, this is an article um, about how how a hike drew Mike Leland into a world of UFOs and owl synchronicities. So hmm. he's talking about owls in connection with UFO sightings, and he had a lot of interesting. Wow, I've never heard this before. He's the only one who does it uh, in, in in this way, in in the way he does it. So it's very interesting. And also, here is his book. The messengers. Uh, let's do a little promotion for Mike Leland's book. Aww. I've talked to Mike Leland oh. before. Um, we we sent emails, we exchanged emails, but we never had the chance to um talk on the podcast and um, um, yet. But I say yet because I'm sure. Yeah, you might. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a very very interesting read, guys. Um, maybe mm-hmm. also for you, Tricia, if you if you're interested, uh, get the book the messengers, our synchronicity and the UFO. Wow. Duck Very interesting. interesting stuff. So, and okay. another thing, since you uh, have had the impression that you've been... um,
1: I didn't have the impression.
0: Or, yeah, <laughs> it, sorry. It literally happened. It happened. Since I literally you...
1: went from one point, and my animals, we went from one point in the forest to another.
0: Yes. Like a this... fourth
1: of a mile away. It was...
0: Did just you went so, you
1: know, That's a... part of what the Sasquatch people do is a way that they they travel is that they can just go from one one area to the next. Yeah, like that
0: I've heard that before, and it's very interesting. And we have um, a mountain here over here where which is right on the border of Austria and Germany. It's right in the middle. It's called the Untersberg, and this. Mountain is known for its time anomalies and for its legends and myth and superstitions mm-hmm. around. Okay. It's a very interesting story, the Untersberg. Um, uh, for anybody who's interested, I will put some links in the description, but they are in German, unfortunately. You have to translate them somehow with the eye <laughs> or something like that. But the Untersberg is also famous for being a portal place. Some okay. people say at least it is a portal place, and um, there was three guys. I know. I don't know exactly. It was. I have the article here. I think it was uh eighty seven. Yeah, it was, it was eighty seven. Let me share the screen once again. Okay. These three guys. You know, see it already? No. Yes. No.
1: Yes, I can see it.
0: So these are the guys that disappeared at the Untersberg. So. Oh, wow. They went to the Untersberg to do some hiking and stuff, and mm-hmm. suddenly they disappeared. They parked a car at the foot of the Untersberg, and everything was in the car. Those are the news reports of, of uh, what happened. So they parked a the car, and I think they left their um, um, passports and everything in the car, and it disappeared. And then a big search started. And you can follow the news reports, uh, how they searched them with helicopters and, and people went out there with dogs and stuff and, and looked for them. But um, wow. they couldn't be found. And in the end, the story story goes like this. though so one of these guys called home uh, with the telephone and said, oh, uh, I'm still alive and I'm in Alexandria, Egypt. So that's a plot twist. So these guys claim oh, they see? have somehow they they...
1: love hearing those stories where you are they are found or they're somewhere else completely just one of them was found
0: i think all three of them claimed that they found themselves again at some point of time uh, on a ship that went to (laughs) alexandria egypt so wow yeah that's amazing of course uh the official news say those were just adventurous they want to break out and have their fun and and went to to Alexandria but others other people say they left their passport
1: yeah I mean there would have to be there would be like ways of documenting them from one thing to the other the plane the you know people would have seen them and you know all that stuff so that's amazing those are some of my stories that I I like to hear about because of my experience is is is, is listening to the uh, the stories of the people that they can talk about it When I was telling a friend about this, um, who's also, you know, he's in Wisconsin and he was saying, he talked to a lady that she teleported seven miles and ended up on like a horse farm and walked up and went up and said, um, I somehow traveled seven miles or I traveled to here from where I was. Can you help me? And so that lady took her to the, the owner of the horse farm, took her to the police station. And then I don't, he, he didn't tell me what town it was it's in the United States. um, But that, that they, they said that things like that happen in that, that area, weird things will happen in that area. So yeah, it was very interesting because, um, I mean, when you, again, when you have it happen to you, I, I mean, I, I feel like, I, I mean, I've tried to make sense of my experience, Was it that they were showing me because I was saying, I want to learn from you. Were they, were they showing me how they can travel from one place to the other? Um, I mean, every, all the experiences I've had in this, it's all been good, gentle, kind, loving, reciprocity, funny, you know, so there's not, not, nothing has been scary or mean or hurtful or anything like that. So Were they just kind of showing me like, okay, look, you want to have an experience? Here you go. We're going to move you and the animals from one area to another in a way that's not too far away because you'll be able to get back to your car and then carry on with your life. (laughs) I don't, I don't know. I mean, thank God because, whoa, you know, that would have been too much for me, I think. Yeah. But yeah, that's amazing. Ending, ending
0: up in Alexandria, maybe. <laughs> that would Whoa. be amazing. Um, I have another story, if you allow me to tell you the story. Yeah. A, a personal friend of mine, he's a book, book publisher here from Germany. And he told me in a podcast, he told me the story about how he was in uh, France with his wife. And it was many years ago. He was in France with his wife and they traveled uh, on, on the roads there and nothing left and right. So... Nothing there, no houses, no nothing. And at one point they stopped on the road and they saw a very small village in front of them. and it looked everything looked pretty poor. The houses looked poor and broken down Run
1: down, yeah,
0: and those people had poor clothes on. and all in all, he had the impression that uh, it's not a uh, not a wealthy village. and it was very small. it's just a few houses. and so they stopped a few hundred, 200, 300 meters, I don't know, something like that in front of that village and his wife said we want to go there take some pictures or he said I'm, I'm i don't know maybe don't want to make them feel bad the tourists come with the cameras and take pictures of them no, my, no it's not good he said let's take a few pictures from here from the from the from the road or whatever. landscape and everything and and the village from from mm-hmm. from a few meters away and then okay. they drove, then they drove on so they went, went home and after they went home he um took a look at the pictures, of course, and all these pictures were blurry and destroyed and, and nothing were on it and just just black. So that was strange enough. And the year after that, they went to the same spot and they stopped at the same spot. And of course, you might might, might know it already, the village wasn't there. Of course, wow. it wasn't there. It wasn't there. And cool. yeah. they drove, drove uh, to the next uh, city or village, I, I don't remember. And mm-hmm. they asked people, where is this uh, little village gone? We, we've we seen this village last year with the, with these people in a poor village. Um, and they, they said, there is now. there is no, there, there was one maybe long, long ago, but maybe we don't know. So he said, this guy said, no, there, there is no, there's no village. There was no village I, that I know of in the last uh, year. So, and that's where he thought, maybe I was in a, in a time anomaly or maybe yeah. portal stuff because yes. now he researches portals. That's crazy. Now he's very into this or stuff. Or the sort of Mandela effect. Or the Mandela mind. could be could be yeah.
1: They oh. were seeing in another time. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. I've had that happen where I feel like I was seeing people from another time, and they were what the one of the people was seeing me too. It was very trippy. It's no. like a kind of a ghost experience but it felt like i was seeing in their time so i wonder if that's what they were doing is i mean that's fun when you're with someone else and you have an experience it's so fun to have yeah. that it's still fun when you have one by yourself but yeah there's something really fun about that when you have it with someone else
0: but that's cool still uh, i still keep in mind that he maybe um lost track of where he was for in the second time he was, no, and, and maybe he. i don't think so yeah. Um we're on the wrong road and he just thought it was there.
1: I know we like we we want to we want to dismiss it. We want to just think that oh they don't know what they're talking, you know. We we want to dismiss it. I I don't know. I just
0: yeah, I don't. Daniel's I'm
2: a skeptic. <laughs> I am. Yep. He doesn't like the, He doesn't like you know, to believe in
0: stuff like that. I just consider every. <laughs> I just consider every possibility. Of course, of course. Oh, I'm
1: sure he did too. I mean, he had the experience himself. Yeah. It must have been. It's like mind boggling. You're like, what the heck?
0: Yeah, it's not. I'm a skeptic, but I had my experiences too. So, uh, but I don't. Yeah. But I, but I do not uh, straight up believe if somebody tells me something. I say, have you done this and have you done that and yeah. have you done that twice or triple or or. Drupal it can't or, be or duplicated. things yeah. like
1: that are not necessarily going to be duplicated it's just random yeah you can't make it happen you know it's just yes so i was living in a house that was a historic house it was built in the late the early 1900s it was on land that had been um, a lot of it was a special land sacred land before you know in the santa cruz mountains and the redwood trees very pretty area and in the early 1900s, there was a, a hotel, a restaurant, like nine little cabin houses that the um, people would come from, uh, like San Francisco and different areas, uh, wealthy people would come and stay at this, this, this land. And so the house I lived in was like the last remaining little cabin house. And um, so I'd been there, I don't know how long I'd been living there, maybe a, over a year or something. And so one day I woke up or in the middle of the night, I woke up to myself sitting up, which was a little weird in in just that, like you, you open your eyes and you're already sitting up that that in itself is trippy, but, but I opened my eyes and at the foot of my bed, like standing on the floor at the foot of my bed is um, a woman and a boy And they're wearing really nice clothes. And at the time, I mean, I would say like late 1800s, early 1900s, really nice clothes. And, and the woman was, let's say in her, in her like late teens, early twenties. And then the boy was, let's say eight, eight years old or so. And they were oblivious of me. They were just completely having their own experience. I could not believe my eyes that was the first time i'd seen like i mean it, when i was like 8 i saw uh like a shadow i mean a, a man that was a spirit but he i there was no there was he just i could tell it was a man and he was wearing clothes and that but this was like full on look like real people standing there and it it looked like i was looking into some like i was seeing another time like they were having their experience and i was somehow able to watch it be happening and they were just standing there. And I watched for like, I don't know if it was like 30 seconds or a minute. And then they started, they just dissipated and then faded out. And I was like, wow, that's trippy. And I went back to sleep. So then like a week or so later, I was watching TV on the couch. I fell asleep on the couch, was laying down like this. I opened my eyes and now those two people are standing out ahead of me like let's say um eight feet away from me and the way that my eyes were like this I could see like their mid their mid bodies down not not saying that they're, they're it was just because of the way my eyes were looking the angle so as I'm I, I open my eyes and I see this and it's the same thing the boy is standing in front of the lady and he went like this Like he turned, he leaned down to look at me. So he was now in the same seeing me as I was seeing him. And whoa, I jumped like three feet in the air. I was not expecting that. And so I quickly turned and and went back to sleep. It was just, it was just so sudden and it was just so shocking that I didn't know how to process it. So I went back to sleep. And then I don't know how long it was after like a couple of days, another week. Don't remember. I, I fell asleep on the couch again. <laughs> Same thing laying on my side. I opened my eyes. And now he's like this far from my face and he's looking into my face, like, like trying to understand what he is seeing. So was he seeing like was i the ghost do you know what i mean like there was this very interesting experience happening she stayed kind of inanimate like just standing there like like a like a like a, like a, a mannequin or something but he was uh moving or you know, he was he was a he was an intelligent uh like he looked completely solid real being standing tripping out like looking at me and you know and so what was he seeing did he see my whole body did he see the couch did he only see my face I don't know it was it was a trip and that changed my life in the the spirit side of things and like that kind of you know so there's a lot going on
0: yeah (laughs) there's there's
1: a lot lot of experiences to be had
0: yeah (laughs) so many interesting things and so much to explore it's very interesting thank you for i mean i wish i
1: would have said like hi or something or what's your name or you can see me you know what i mean like i've gotten more like okay if i have something like that i'm gonna try to not be shocked and be stunned and see if i can have a back and forth interaction Mm -hmm. you know instead of being like oh my god and then like jump three feet in the air because it's super startling because someone's in your face like that that close and then turn over and go back to sleep so something was going on at that time frame in in this house like i don't know the 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 veil or something was was my my senses were more heightened at that time or i'm not sure and then like a week after that i'm in my room i was sleeping and this time I woke up, my head was sort of like facing, like where I opened my eyes and looking at my the sheets, my bed. and I turned to look. and there's a lady standing there, a totally different lady, an older lady. And she's from an, like a newer time frame, I would say like from the 60s to the 80s or something. And I mean, full on, like a real person standing there. I mean, I knew it, I knew it wasn't. I knew it wasn't like someone like coming into the house to watch me sleep. I knew it was something unique happening. And she also was looking at me with that sort of crunkled up, like like trying to understand what the heck was she seeing of me. So it, it just, there is this something with somehow connecting time frames. I don't know. I don't know. Interesting. It's, it's a trip.
0: And- uh, reminds yeah. me of the reminds me of the story of uh, Crystal, an elderly woman that I interviewed here in Germany, and she told us the story about how in her apartment at night when she la- laid in bed, she was kicked from below the bed, and she was oh my god lying around in bed, and she was very that bad would suck. <laughs> I saw her face to face when I interviewed oh. her. I saw her face to face. She was sitting in her chair and she was shaking. She had a ship oh over when while she was uh, wow. talking. I don't know how old she was, man. I, I won't lie, but I think she was in her seventies already back then. And okay. she, yeah. but she was fit and, and strong. And, and she told me the story, and she said, yeah. one day it started, and she saw real people, like just like like yourself. Mm-hmm. She she said yeah. one night she saw a, a woman and a child, with a child at her side, uh, standing at her bed, and she had the she had the impression that the woman wanted the, the little girl that was with her to give a candle that the girl ha- held in her hand, the candle to Crystal, but she wouldn't, the girl wouldn't give the candle to Crystal and then she dis- th- th- these two apparitions disappeared. So wow. and she saw different ap- apparitions throughout the day. She saw she saw construction workers uh, with helmet and, and, and working clothes and she saw foresters, she saw preachers, she saw nurses, men, ma- nurses she saw everything she saw normal people like as you see them walking on the streets walking through an apartment like randomly and yeah one night she woke up uh, she was woken up by such an apparition and and she said um it was a man with a very angry face he was she was he was staring at her very very angry he was very angry and he pointed a gun at her Oh my god! Like she want, like he wanted to kill her. She, he was very, mm-hmm. his face was very angry. She, she, wow, scared, totally scared. She almost got a heart attack, and she, she turned around the bed and uh, pulled the blanket over her head. And this—that's uh, what I do. <laughs> I, yeah, me too. And this guy disappeared. And wow, she called uh, a team, paranormal investigators, and they came mm-hmm. and they set up their cameras and stuff. And the yeah. next day they went uh, came to pick up the cameras. And one of the cameras was broken. It didn't turn on. And we hear a lot with paranormal investigators that say the battery are uh, uh, drained or or yeah. it's broken. And so was this camera. It was broken. And that night when they left again with the broken camera, that night she said uh, a ghost appeared on her at her bedside and had a camera in, in his hand and took a like No way. Like if you wanted to mock her, yeah. yes it didn't work but i
1: oh i like that yeah that's and
0: a good story wow She's really suffering from that I, I i think it's still happening i've talked to her maybe a year ago and she said yeah it's still going on and she said wow. it follows me it follows me when i go on, on holidays I, I have the same thing in my hotel room and she had to go to the hospital and once she went to the hospital she said even in the hospital bed and and at her bedside she saw these these uh um Apparitions. She's seeing
1: the same ones or d- just all sorts of different ones?
0: All sorts of different. Uh, okay.
1: Yeah. So she just has that ability.
0: But she wow. don't want to. She does. She said, I just wanted to go away. I don't, I don't fucking care yeah. what it is. I don't care Yeah, what they want from me. I don't want to uh, help them with, with something. I don't want to hear their messages. I want them to go away. I want yes. to live, live the rest of my life in peace. I, right. It scares me. I'm scared and I want, I want to, to live in peace. I don't want them. Yeah. Tell me or, or want them to to tell me I should help them or, or whatever. But they yes. she said they never talk. So but, but she she never hears them talk. I, I think she said sometimes she, she sees them talk, but she doesn't hear anything. But most okay. of the time they not even try to talk to her.
1: Wow, that's yeah. pretty interesting. Yeah. yeah. I mean the the, the the thing with with the other, you know, we are gonna do things to to, to connect with the spirit or the being or whatever, but the, the being doing the thing to show we know what you're doing. That's, that's fascinating to me because I've had that. I've had that. And one of the things I joke about, you know, in my, in my, in in my, in my progression with the, the Sasquatch people is the, the finding the one footprint, and the people that haven't put I say two and two together to to for me it's like they they have to be able to be interdimensional multi dimensional beings in order to only produce a footprint <laughs> or footprints that start and then stop <laughs> from nowhere right so I I started joking around like when I would talk to people like like when you know on on podcasts like. What do people think they're hopping around on one foot out in the woods? (laughs) Okay. So I, which I started seeing that. Okay. And then I'm still like having where I'm being interacted with out in the woods and I'm being shown things and hearing things and rocks and, you know, being thrown and different things. Right. And so I've started, I started saying like, you are welcome in my house because they've been so good to me. They've been allowed me to see things and shown me things and allowed me to go to amazing locations and all that. So I'm saying to them, you are welcome to come in. You are welcome into my house. So this one day, this was a, this was earlier in the year um, when I was living in Alabama. Um, I woke up, it was a rainy day and there was hardwood floors out there in the family room. And there was a, a, a door that, leads to the back upstairs deck and then right right near that is the 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 doorway to the kitchen so i walk out i walk out into the family room and there is two footsteps two wet footsteps on the hardwood floor and at first when i saw it um it looked like somebody like a really big footprint but I I came to realize it looked like they were up on the balls of their foot. So it was only showing like the toe prints and the heel. Or I mean, the, the, this part of the foot, that, that part. Mm -hmm. And so I thought it looked like somebody, a really big person standing, let's say in squat position, you know, with one foot way out to their right and one foot way out to their left, way farther shoulder distance. You know what I'm talking? Can you visualize that? Yes. Yeah. Because one was pointed towards, like, right to go out the back door, and one was pointed to go into the kitchen. And in that was trippy. Okay. Two wet footsteps in the house. And then I'm so more of it was one footstep was more dry than the other one. Hmm. And then. I realized that they were both right footprint, footsteps, just the right foot. And then, so as I was starting to try to, and I have this on my YouTube channel, uh, uh, exploring the paranormal with Trisha Brown. You can see the video. Um, I also uh, took pictures and and, uh, it's on my, I have a Facebook group called um, paranormal spiritual and mystical experiences. And um, and so I I was out walking and trying to put it all together. And I realized this is what I think. And I started laughing <laughs> was this the Sasquatch was saying to me, look, I'm hopping around on one foot because <laughs> there's a there's a hopping uh, on on the right foot and then going back out and then teleporting back in. So there did, did you get it. <laughs> I mean, it's like two wet footsteps that are just the right foot. And they're both drying at different, different paces, different speeds of drying. And so the, the one that was by the back door, the, 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 the oils on the, 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 the the toe prints stayed for days. I let it, I just let it stay there. I never washed it off and it stayed for days. It was amazing. And so in my telling my stories and my speaking out loud, it's like, he's saying to me i'm listening to you i hear you and i'm gonna have fun with you and say yep here here i am walk ho- hopping
0: around on one foot <laughs> hopping around on one foot let's have a look at the video oh my god oh my yeah. god i pulled up the wow. video and uh, there it is just uh listening to the audio podcast here um we will Do the best to describe what we see here, and uh, if you want, this is awesome.
1: Okay. By the way, if you're gonna, if you're rolling the film, like this is me. The I'm I'm still trying to put it together. At first, I thought it was a left foot and a right foot, but you can see that it's actually, to me, I think
0: it's just a right foot. So we see the front part of a foot here, and we see the we see toes. So if somebody is standing on on tiptoes, something like that, it looks like yes, if somebody was standing on tiptoes, and it's exactly. It's right right at at the door. It looks oh a like, like a like a like the paw of a big dog. There is no there was no big dogs in the house. Yeah, yeah. I see. It's not exactly like the paw of a dog, but a little. Yeah. and it's very big, so it would be a very big. Yes. Dog. So this is the one. And where's the other one? Oh, it's here. Oh, yeah. There it is. It looks also as if it... If somebody was standing on I'm trying
1: as best as I can at that moment to try to... There you go. There you can see it.
0: It's a strange... uh, It's a strange... Let me pause here. There you go. uh, You can
1: see... Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it is wet, right? You said it's... it's Yes, it's
1: more drying. That was the more drying one when I walked out there. That was the one that was more dry.
0: Yeah, but it was only these two, right? Yes. And no trace or, or where did it come from or... The heading hmm, that's interesting,
1: and then behind the house was a big yard and then a creek down below. Yeah, so there was its own sort of woods. Isn't that trippy? Look at that! It is trippy. <laughs> it's one of the most interesting experiences that I've ever had.
0: It looks interesting. This footprint looks very interesting. I'm, I'm, what well, could it be? Could it be? Could be.
1: So I, I told you what I feel it is already.
0: It, this also, <laughs> this looks as if somebody could do this by accident with something. But since there's two similar ones, it's it's, mm-hmm. it's a little bit strange. And they're very far yeah. apart. So...
1: No, it's the only one mm-hmm. in that part of the house at that time.
0: That's strange. Yeah. That's yep. strange. So and this is from your channel. I can show your... Show people your channel, exploring the paranormal with Trisha Brown.
1: All my stories, yeah.
0: Yeah, subscribe to Thanks. the channel, guys. I will put a link in the description.
1: <laughs> oh, oh wait, okay. Can you go back there? Can you show that again, really quick? Yes. That, I want to. Sh- I want to show uh, if uh, another one, or just to to tell you if somebody wants to look at it. Okay, see that the the head of my parrot eating spaghetti, yeah. <laughs> and then the one next to it yeah. on the left. Okay. Yeah i i've watched this video um way after the fact of me filming it and there's eye shine there's eye shine there's a being with me in the in the in there like standing in front of the fire pit
0: okay it's at
1: at, it's at about 30 seconds so So i'm i'm proud of my fire pit in this I'm having, I'm getting to stay at this amazing RV park in 2020. The, no one, I was there by myself. There's my dog, there's Lucy. And um, she's just peaceful. And I'm like, made my own fire pit. And I'm just super in heaven that I'm there. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling happy. And, and then,
0: oh, yes yeah. there, oh,
1: there it is. Yeah. Check that out. Did you see that? Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, that can. is amazing to me. Like I'm like someone was there with, with us.
0: Can't rewind it here, sorry. But um let's look at it again. So we see a fire pit as you as you said, and um you were just filming. it. And there it was pit. very
1: open, very open in that spot. Yeah. There yeah. was there was trees behind me, but not in front at all.
0: But you didn't hear anything coming from the, the, the spot I had there. no
1: idea. Yeah, it was okay. it was just peacefully hanging out with us. Yes, I had no idea it was there. And I didn't watch the video till
0: like oh there are these yeah glow like glowing eyes interesting man is that
1: amazing
0: wow yeah man guys for
1: showing that yeah that was pretty profound i was like wow
0: yeah i will put the link in the description guys who only uh, listen to this podcast uh please don't mind us uh, looking at the video uh you will find the video on trisha's youtube channel yeah Uh, thanks yeah very interesting. Yeah. Very, very interesting, man. Yes, did you- I, I? Didn't it scare I,
1: you? No, it didn't because I, I, I was in the, in those moments when I was, I was having such a good time in my life. Like I was getting allowed to borrow this camper trailer and stay in this amazing RV park, like a minute drive to the border of Canada in Eureka, Montana. And um, I had been having experiences. I had experiences. I was in that area for six months, and in that time, I was there. I heard vocals. I heard like I was camping, and I heard like a a, a loud. I call it the man yell. I heard. I, it was like like a ah sound, but like really loud and long sound, and then a return call of it. Yes. So I had that happen like let's say mid June or so. Then this I think was the beginning of July. I can't remember exactly what time frame that exact was that when the fire pit was somewhere in there. And then rocks thrown, three rocks thrown in the water when I was at a the Tobacco River which was about 15 minutes from where I was in that. So I was having Oh, and then also uh, on my on my YouTube channel and also on my my Facebook group, I I, I talk about um, when a a, a um, something was carved on my back or you know etched, a symbol was etched on my back in September or October of that same year, and it, it looks like a shamanic symbol. And I have that somewhere too on um, the pictures of it. Yeah, that was so there was lots going on. But no, I wasn't scared at all. I, I was totally enjoying myself. I was so happy to be able to be borrowing that camper trailer and living in the RV park. I had it all to myself. There was no one there. So no, I was not scared whatsoever at that. I was having a really good time.
0: <laughs> Damn. So, I, well, if that if that <laughs> happened to me and I, I would I would have seen these eyes, I if, uh... So it just
1: tells you, though, like, you're going to attract to you what you're, who you, you know, what you are, who you are. You know, I was, it was coming to hang out with us. It was just being present with us. And so I'm very thankful that I got to see it. So they've, they've been doing things to let me know that they're there. But it's all been very gentle. Just, I swear, like three days ago. Or four days ago, I was hiking, and one of the experiences that I had was a little branch, a little uh, a bush that was right off of the trail. Um, the the branch moved, like someone was standing right next to me, and moved the branch Damn. to let me know that they were there. Huh. So it, it was not scary. I didn't feel a scary vibe whatsoever so they can be standing right there with you and giving zero vibe which to show you that is an exact experience example right there i had no idea that it was there at the time so when you look at it it's kind of like how tall was it and like you try to almost try to fill in the the shape of it and i and i kind of imagine um a a smaller um possible sasquatch being because how many of those what 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 beings out there can do like have eye shine, you know, that height off of the ground. And, you know, so I think possibly a a Sasquatch being could have been another being. I also saw exactly where I was at, right there, is a mountain range across the street, basically from where I was at. And I saw a an object, some sort of, it looked like a building in the sky that was so giant that it was one of those things where I only saw it for like a split second, kind of like when you see like a satellite in the sky where you see the, the reflection for a second and then you can't see it anymore because you don't, you know, the, it was kind of like that, but it was a giant dark shape um, like rectangular shape with another strange, like other structure attached to it and earlier in the night i saw what looked like when you would you release a bunch of balloons and they're kind of staying together as they're starting to separate i saw like 15 or 20 lights like that just going in the sky so there's there was a lot going on for me at that time that i was having these you know different experiences so I, i i find it fascinating i find I'm I am i am I, I am I am I feel honored that they're letting me know that they're there. They don't have to. You know what I mean? Like
0: if that, if that would happen to me, uh, Bigfoot throwing rocks at me and sticks at me. Really? It scares yeah? me. I would have <laughs> need to clean my pants, I tell you that, front <laughs> and back. Really? Yeah. Are you aware of this Sierra sounds of this? Um yes. yeah, those, yeah. Those, yeah, very interesting sounds. I know. Yeah, so interesting. I, I've
1: been wanting to read his book actually, because you know, I, I some when I tell my stories, some people, uh, you know, say that something with his the what he talks about is similar to what I talk about. So I don't, I, I don't know exactly all the things, but yeah, Ron Moorhead, yeah, those, yeah, actually, my my I've seen one, I I've seen one. One showed himself to me when I, it sounds weird to say it like that, but, um, when I w- it was in, uh, 95 or 96 or yeah, or no, sorry, 2005 or 2006, I was living not far from the Sierras in the, in the, uh, lower Sierras in Auburn, California, I was mountain biking and, uh, and a, and a Sasquatch ran, right in front of me. Not like so fast. I w- it was cutting me off while I was on my bike, but it was, let's say, I don't know, 30 feet in front of me. And it, w- it went across the trail from right to left. And I, it took me a really long time to put it together because at first I thought, oh, it's a bear. But then when I replayed it in my mind, there was no arms or legs or head. And it was more like a wavy uh, shape of the fur. And there was no sound. And it was like I was seeing the midsection. So like a four feet by three feet, hmm. like a rug <laughs> flying through the air and then gone. There was no sound of running up a trail, you know, it was a uphill on the left side and a downhill slope on the right side in the middle of the forest. And then there was this remaining like smell that was sort of permeating a little bit and it smelled like um, horsey, uh, musky, like I feel like kind of a pheromone like scent and it was moving very fast. So it was one of the things of, of this being choosing to let me know it was there. And I think that they've done, you know, in their way, it's, it's been a gentle process in my learning about them over the years. And then, you know, my choice to decide to get farther and farther into it and learn about them and, and that sort of thing. So, um, I, there's people that have experiences all the time and I love hearing, I love talking to them because, you know, yeah. it's like, they're kind of like people that you relate to, you know, you feel like they're way beyond the wondering if it's true, <laughs> yeah. they know they're knowing they're having these personal experiences with them. So you're saying that you have been head rockstone or you're saying if you did, it would scare you.
0: I haven't seen one since we don't have stuff like that here in Germany. Bigfoot uh, encounters. Really? No, none. None? No, none.
1: Really? Oh, wow.
0: So we have That's stories, a- of course, in Germany and Europe, we have stories about the, the werewolf. Of course, you over okay. there, maybe call it man, But oh. sometimes they are different creatures. Sometimes people say they are the same. But... Um, there's no recent reports of people say claim that have seen a, a werewolf or something wow. more it's more uh it's more legends about the werewolf oh, or,
1: okay.
0: or tales
1: i i'm thinking that they that they can go anywhere in the world that they would want to
0: yeah of course i think i i think um i can imagine dogman bigfoot mothman name you name it all these beings are somewhat multidimensional beings. Of course, they can be where they want or maybe they are bound to certain places. I don't know. Maybe it has something to do with portal places, special places. I don't know. Maybe we don't have uh, any of these spots here in Germany. I don't. I, I really don't know no. what to make out of it, but I think there are multidimensional beings and I, I also think um, that yeah. UFOs, cryptids and paranormal uh Apparitions, it, all of that has one origin, has the same origin. I think it's all it's all the same, and yeah, origins from the from the same whatever.
1: The same dimension,
0: realm, dimension, realm? Uh, universe, multiverse. I don't know, but I think it's all the same because reports of yeah. often are told. In the same context with reports of ufos people see ufos and they see a bigfoot people see bigfoot um coming out of ufo people see bigfoot go into a ufo people see ufo yes. that release yeah. orbs and then a bigfoot appears yes orbs appear bigfoot disappears orb goes into ufo Stuff <laughs> like that yeah. um yeah. yeah people tell I, I know since i i'm having this podcast in my german podcast project that i, that I have even longer People told me millions of these stories. And that's so yeah. interesting to, to see yeah. that, that, that there's a pattern in some kind of way. That you, you can, it you, is so interesting. Yes. You, you, you put the puzzle pieces together, and, and with every talk we have, you have a new puzzle piece. And it's yes. interesting. This is why I think everything is uh, interconnected somehow.
1: Well, I like to go to places like that. Like I like to go to places where there's these different experiences. And I think it has to also do with the land, like the energy of the land or something. You know, like I want to go to these lands that have really good, high vibing land. It feels good there. It's peaceful. It's like euphoric. But then at the same time, there's these paranormal experiences there, the UFO and the Sasquatch and these orbs. That's how I started learning. That's like what was my first real experience introduction to the bigfoot people the tree people is what i like to call it that's how i was introduced to them uh, in mina arkansas um where there is an area called the nursery where the older tree people teach the younger tree people how to how to manipulate the trees to make them as markers and you know different reasons why they do it and I went there because it's on a, a crystal. You can go crystal digging there. It's called Board Camp Crystal Mine. So I wanted to go do that, but I also wanted to go because it was a place that has all these different experiences that go on there. And I was not interested in the Bigfoot thing at all. This was in 2018, but I wanted to go because of the secret land there. The, the, the tribes people of the area have asked the owners if they could do their ceremonial work there. And, you know, this sort of thing and the UFO thing, there's been UFO activity there and I wasn't experienced, I wasn't expecting to to really learn about Bigfoot at all, but he showed me around, like he showed me these little arches with the log growing, you know, put over the top to hold the tree down and the, the, the trees growing, like being manipulated to grow in these different ways and that kind of thing. And um, that was, and he was saying that the the tribes people call the Sasquatch people the the tree people. And something like really resonated with me when when I heard that. And I just started thinking about my years of growing up in the Redwoods and walking through the redwoods and seeing these really tall,, uh, these really like long branches lining up, somebody like lining them up next to each other against a tree just stacking them next to each other and i'd seen that more than a few times and i thought well maybe it's the boy scouts or the girl scouts or pagans (laughs) or just i didn't know like and then i realized oh my god i've been seeing this stuff since i was a little kid and um so you know and then when i was was in 96 i went fishing in uh, the mountains of Idaho. And my boyfriend, he left to go. We were at this river and he left and he was going to be gone for about an hour. And I was happy to be out there by myself. It was such a nice day, this amazing river. And on the other side of the river was this amazing sand beach. And I was like down in this canyon. So really tall up um, upward sloped um, angles of steep trees, And I heard like this sounded like a big tree snap. And it was just, it just was like, the only thing you could hear was this snap. And I look over and I couldn't see anything other than trees. And I'm like, what did that? And I looked across the sand, the sand beach, and I could see these footsteps from the water up into the trees. And I was like, what is that? What did that bear? Then I heard the tree snap. Then I started hearing like this, like somebody, something swaying something back. Whoosh, whoosh, sound like if a tree swaying. I was just like, oh my god, is a bear going to start coming down from the trees onto the beach? And again, as I've been putting together these different experiences, I feel that I he was watching me that he had been down on the sand went up into the trees and you know, their, their abilities, they, they, they do have the ability to know what you're feeling and what you're thinking and their eyesight and they're all their senses are super heightened. I feel like he was saying that was me. Those were my steps and I'm right here. I did that. Not to freak me out, but to just say, I'm right here. And so when i it takes me these this time in my life to to process it, i I got tears in my eyes because I was like, I felt honored that they've been communicating with me all these years and are continuing to con- communicate with me to this day, more and more showing me and teaching me and letting me know that they're listening by, you know, all these things. I mean, the, the footsteps in this, the, the wet steps and, you know, whatever, cause you know, we're, we're each having our own experience. So I'm having my own experience. It's valid. It's happening. It's similar to other people's experiences, but it's mine. And so I can really only say what it means to me, but it's pretty profound. It's, fun, you know? I mean, Dustin, have you, what's your most, tell me, what is your most profound experience that you've had?
2: Uh, When I had my UFO uh, setting back in October 19, 2012, I was walking into my car after leaving my girlfriend's house. uh, Sun was going down and I just happened to get to my car and I still happened to look to the sky Mm -hmm. and out of the clouds came this black silhouette of a boomerang with five dim lights under it and it was dead silent when it flew over my head about 40 feet above the treetops and yeah again that was uh i'm gonna shit my pants because i was ready to hear this thundering sound of an because you see those bombers that look like a boomerang i thought it was for sure military but the fact that it was dead silent shook me to my core where my my arm my hair my arms raised and I was. I ran back to my girlfriend's house. Got panicky. He's like, "You won't believe the fuck I ever saw." And then after that was kind of my start of my UFO career of diving deeper into the subject and finding out that Wisconsin is a treasure trove for UFOs and having three other cities have yearly UFO parades because their towns have crazy settings since the early 1900s. And uh, yeah, again, Native Americans been talking about UFOs here. Um, we have pyramids here in Wisconsin. We have Astoland with land pyramids There are step pyramids wow. that look like they're made from the Aztec or the Mayans. They wow. there's a theory that the Mayans did migrate all the way up here and yes. set up shop. Yes, and then there's five, uh, there's 10 underwater pyramids of Rock Lake near Astoland, like five miles oh. away. And then we I have to come uh,
1: visit this area, that sounds amazing.
2: Yeah, and then eight miles from there, there's a Stonehenge called Missouri Hill um as like f- monoliths that are surrounded by smaller stones um circles that has some relations to as to land and stuff like that but yeah again it, it, it's a treasure trove it's endless i have tons of stories that comes out of there but i'm i'm sure our audience has heard thousands <laughs> of stories about that but yeah again that's that's where i got my start back in okay. 2012 with that really exciting.
1: Okay. Thanks for sharing that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. I did not realize that all that was going on in that that part of the world.
2: Oh yeah. Gotta, like those happen. Wow.
1: <laughs> I am gonna find out when I can come visit that area. That's oh, come amazing. Come on. Come on. Okay. <laughs> I am. That's what I've been doing: traveling and living in different wow. locations, and and going to these different places and experiencing and having these amazing connections it's cool
0: wow so the i have, uh, I have two yeah. more interesting spots for you to visit when you when you go okay. uh, on your travels you should see um for one you should see um mount nyangami it's in in africa and <laughs> it's it's okay. uh yeah we barely go, come to africa but if we go <laughs> yeah you mount never mount know <laughs> right
2: <laughs> don't go there <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's similar to the Untersberg, um, which I told you about uh, a few minutes ago. With the portals. It's also said to be a strange place with strange apparitions. um, Let's call it paranormal phenomena with time anomalies. It's the same. And not far from the mountain, there are caves. I don't remember the name of the caves. I have it here somewhere. I can send it to you. And these caves are also famous for the apparitions for strange beings appear and there's rules if you visit this mountain and if you visit the cave there's rules people uh, made up their rules you, you don't you don't um you're not allowed to pee somewhere
1: okay yeah
0: you don't have to litter and yeah. if, you, if you're uh if you're a woman and you're menstruating you don't have to you, you cannot visit uh this mountain and there's a few more I think there's five rules or so Okay. And you yeah. don't. You're not allowed to break these rules. And people who broke these rules and and went to pee behind a bush or something like that, they disappeared. And no way. In the cave, in the cave, uh, people that live there in this spot, they say in this there's a big la- lake in the cave. And many many years ago, wow. Um, the there was a village around this cave. And many many years ago, people came there like like some tribe or so and they killed everybody in this village and they threw them into this uh, lake inside this cave and people say in this cave there are mermaids and if you are a hiker or you visit the cave and you leave uh, the path that you're allowed to walk on yeah it's possible that these mermaids lure you in and uh, um, wow. Pull you into the lake and they drown you and pull you to the ground and eat you. So people are do really do believe over there really do believe there are stories about the mermaids. They're very serious about these mermaids, right. and it's interesting. And there's another another place um in um Romania, in Transylvania to be exact. It's called it's it's a very big forest. It's called Hoya Baciu, and it's. <laughs> It's also known to be a sp- spooky forest with.
1: I don't like the spooky things as much, though. I'm not really too into the people dying and like getting, you know, hurt and like. <laughs> I'm more people... into like the good stuff, but.
0: I, Anyways, I think, I think it's an interesting <laughs> story. People have been there and say that they went through the through the through forest and they had the feeling that somebody, something is touching them or they had scratch marks over the body. And it's also, this is why, I, this is why I say it. It's also known for um, UFO sightings. So you have everything there. You have ghostly apparitions. You everything, have um, yeah. you have strange beings that appear. You have um, sounds uh, coming from somewhere and you have UFO sightings. So there's everything there. And this, and also at the Untersberg that I told you about, there's also UFO sightings that uh, have been there and this is why I find these places so interesting because you have everything bundled there, and this is why yes. everything is connected. And um, many, many years ago, um, the uh, Freemasons went to the Untersberg to do rituals and um, temple nights, and all these uh, different uh, groups went to the Untersberg and, and they had different caves in which they had their rituals. That's also a very interesting mm-hmm. fact. Well, you
1: know when you're talking about how you got to follow the rules, right? And that's what I was talking to you guys about way at the beginning about where you you do your best to be respectful of the space. And so when you were talking about that and you're saying that you're not supposed to do like pee and like do all that right. It reminded me of when I went to an area called Chaco Canyon and that's in New Mexico. And um it's a it's a it's a significant heritage site or a world's site and there's these buildings that 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 have been um, the archaeologists unearthed moved the the dirt and the the sand away to show these different buildings but then there's way more that the the descendants are like please do you know do not touch any more of these yes let's okay yes you can have these be out so that it can be you know learn about it but that's it and it's a place, it's kind of like a leave no trace kind of place. Yeah, you have to be very respectful there. And so I had been learning about that. And one of the things is that I'll leave a little offering. I'll leave, a like, I'll, I'll pull out a hair, my couple hairs, and I'll leave it at this sp- space as an offering and saying, thank you for letting me be here. But I was told that to not do that at this, this whole big canyon, this whole big area. So I'm like, well, thank you for telling me. So I went on a hike up on top of this really big, really tall um, plateau, uh, bluff, and there's a a thousand-year-old trail that you can walk on, a road that they all came in from different locations to come to this area. And so I was out there hiking around, and I had to pee, (laughs) and I was like really trying to not I really was like, I don't want to be disrespectful. I was thinking that, and so finally, I just, I kind of, I said out loud to the space, I just, I really need to, I need to be, I'm, I, I'm, I don't want to be disrespectful. I just need to go be. <laughs> so I went behind a, a rock, and I was hoping no one saw me because there was only a few people up there at that time. And, um, and so I was, I was doing my best to be respectful. I, I asked the, the, the ranger, is it okay if I, if we touch the structures? Cause that was like in my, in my years of life to be able to start going to these ancient, I used to call them ancient ruins, but I don't, I don't call them ruins anymore because <clears throat> the non-physical presences, they may not think that they're ruins. They may be still be, be being used or not. So I, I, I asked, is it okay? And she was like amazed that I asked. And she said, yes, thank you for asking. So when I was leaving to continue on with my, my, my trip after leaving, being at Chaco Canyon, um, I, I was really low on, I needed to go to the gas station. I was really low on gas. And I was a little concerned because I did the math and the miles to get to the gas station and how much gas and I had in the truck was, it was not gonna, there was, it wasn't computing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I, I was at the stop sign and I was thinking to myself, do I go to the visitor center and hope that maybe they have a tank, some sort of something I can use to get gas in and my, and it, it said, there's no gas station up here. There's no gas. So I was thinking, gosh, should I just go to the visitor station anyways? Maybe they have a like a maintenance shed or something. Or do I go to the left and just hope I somehow make it? And all of a sudden, this like calmness came over me. And it was like I was receiving a message that said, go left. Watch the scenery. have Enjoy yourself. You're going to make it. And so I said, okay. So I turned left. I started heading out. It was on an Indian reservation. And I was noticing like that's lava rock. So it was like I I was being told, you got it. Just enjoy yourself. We're gonna help you to get to the gas station. And I I made it to the gas station on negative amount of gas. So I'm saying if you if you do your best, we can end it on this note. <laughs> if you do your best to be as respectful as you can, you will re might receive help. And I have many times, many, 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 many times I could tell, like we could spend two hours talking about those stories of, you know, that's how I got to stay at that camper. And like, so, I mean, I've done my best to like, you know, be respectful of the space and do the things. And then I'm, and then these being, you know, this, this non-physical presence stayed with me for days as I traveled across the United States. And I, I was told, you know, put down your phone, just go old school where if you need to, you know, you're just driving straight for a very, very long time. Don't look down, look, don't look at your phone. It's, it's going to be all right. You're going to be, you're going to get across. And so, you know, I mean, they helped me. There was a reciprocity, I guess, you know, that because I, I did my best to be respectful of space. And that's what I was saying earlier. Like if you're, you're trying, but you accidentally do the wrong thing, they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna still kind of give you some grace, or you know what I mean. Mm.
0: So it's so, not, yeah. all, so it's not all superstition. Sometimes there's something to it, yeah.
1: Well, yeah, I don't, I'm not into that. I'm not, I'm not really into this, the, um, the myths and the the legends, because that's not. I've had real experiences, so um, I'm more into the into, you know, having more real experiences and that are good ones that are really, really good experiences. You know, I mean, there's all realms out there, you know, like, like you're able, you get that, that, that there's this, these multidimensional beings out there, you know, that there's, there's stuff going on beyond our five physical senses the the five physical senses of of this world. You know, that, yeah, so it's fun to connect because you're you can you you get help mm. when you really need it sometimes you know.
0: I I'm really into superstition and myth and legends. I I love <laughs> this stuff. since we have a lot of here in Germany. Two days ago and, and to, uh maybe we can end this episode with a little superstition, um, here from from Germany. And two days ago I was invited as a guest in another podcast, and I told the story about construction sacrifices. So people in the, in the 16, 1700s, when they built their house, they gave a sacrifice to the spirits. So they would take care of the house so that it wouldn't burn down or fall apart, or I don't know, blown away by the wind. So they <laughs> took cats, they took cats and dogs. Yeah, I
1: don't know if yeah. I want to hear about
0: this. And they, and they walled okay. them in. So this is, the, this, I'm not into that kind of stuff. So that stuff really happened. It's not the superstition. The superstition mm-hmm. is that people believe that no, the, I'm sure sacrifices would would help um, that the house wouldn't burn down. And um, there's a very crazy story um, about a big house that was built by some wealthy people, and there was this woman, a very poor woman, and she had a daughter, and those people gave the woman a little bit of money and they took the daughter as this construction sacrifice with them and they walled the dog wow. and, and the what? There's, there's a written that's report.
1: the that's the story, that's the legend.
0: That's not the Great. legend that really happened. There's a written there's a written report uh, of this incident from You're
2: confusing her <laughs> with all the violence. Yeah.
0: There's a, there's a written report about this incident and um it's it's Yeah it, the violence, yeah. Yeah you can really you can really in, in this report you can you can read that daughter is, is called that's okay
1: it. i i don't want to read
0: it. <laughs> yeah. it's a very you want to hear a, very, a better
1: story like that here's a better one in in this this uh these this people were telling me that they they bought a house and it was literally built on top of a, a indian burial ground for real like mm-hmm. and they have found artifacts that are now in the smithsonian and there was this tree that was leaning over a uh, a garden that had a statue in it, like a grotto. And they were talking about what were they gonna do about this tree? They were concerned it was gonna fall and hit into this statue. And then long story short, a tornado came and just took the tree and left. So again, they were they were good people. The, the, the spirit realm knew that they were good people, so they helped them with moving the tree with yeah, this with the tornado is that amazing that's it's amazing. amazing
2: it's not just god's tornado
1: yeah well no the spirits the, the, the spirits the, the, yeah
2: sorry the yeah. ancient
1: spirits and this maybe the spirits of the tornado i don't know i'm just saying like the ancient people were very connected to mm-hmm. nature the i've i've experienced the wind i had a wind come out of the forest, like a separate wind, come out of the forest, wrap around me three times and go back into the forest. Like it was, it was, it was letting, it was coming over to greet me to, and I felt euphoric. I felt loved. I felt included. I felt welcomed. You know, so there's, there's a lot you can connect to. And it's the good stuff. That's a lot more fun to, for me to discuss because Whatever you're discussing, you can attract it to you in your life. You know that. And
2: you yeah. like Daniel likes the macabre. So he <laughs> he attracts the, the, he the craziness. The stuff. Well, he is German, so. <laughs> <laughs> he's I mean, like-
0: no. but you absolutely <laughs> he's like what? But you're absolutely right, Trisha people back then had their they had the nature spirits also here people also here and before uh the christians came and 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 uh with with uh, church and all that and shit and don't
1: even got me going on
0: that yeah and forced people don't to can... take over the religion so they yeah, had the nature spirits and they in and were in touch with the nature spirits yeah and then christians came and Brought the Bible and sure. said, Hey, here's a, here's a book is much yes. better than your oh, nature yeah. spirits. Oh, and by the way, if you don't uh like the Yes, book, we kill you all. So they're
1: brainwashing, their 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 own being brainwashed, then their brainwashing. Yeah, don't even go get me going. Sorry.
0: <laughs> and all of that that changed so much. We I, I talked about it two days ago. Like I said, I talked about this too. And am glad
1: you're laughing.
0: For example, n- not a bad story now. For example. I, t- I asked uh, the host of the other podcast, Brandon, um, two days ago, and I said, if if I tell you, picture picture the devil, how do you picture the devil? We all picture this red bodybuilder with horns and, and animal. <laughs> like so we, we picture devil like that, right? As big as a man or twice the size as a man and with this fork and waiting in hell on a throne, waiting for you to kick your ass. And, but, but before, uh, the religion came, and the Christians came with the Bible and all and the stories uh, about heaven and hell and all of that. The devil, yeah. the devil also were a little spirit, a little almost like a fairy, something like that, waiting in the kitchen to trip your your <laughs> your cup over, To play or, with you, to mess with yeah, you. Yeah, it was messing with you. It was not a brave uh, spirit. It was uh, was the opposite of brave. It was, Those little
1: brownies or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It was very tiny. It
0: was always mm-hmm. picture people pictured him very tiny and, and lurking yeah. behind the stove. And if you're not watching is yeah. he's, he's hiding something <laughs> or... right. That was the devil. That's that's how this is how people pictured the devil back then. And it that... was
1: about for manipulation, for control. Yeah. If you don't do what we say, you're gonna go to hell. And if you don't do this, then you're gonna not gonna get to go into heaven. And you know, all these all these man made things. Yeah
0: it's hell as as um, pictured by by church for example there was no hell like that before it was and and right i don't believe the concept of heaven and hell i believe we go somewhere we die of course but i don't believe that that i'm going to hell and burn forever right you can make your life hell heaven or hell while you're alive too so i don't yeah i I don't
2: know i think i think the i think uh, lucifer kind of got a bad rap Because then he just Mm -hmm. like disagreed with God saying like, I want to give man technology and fire kind of like Prometheus and all the same stories. And again, he did give uh, Eve the apple for knowledge, right? Otherwise we'd be some dumb fucks just walking around like some, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I I think they were all
1: stories so so that, that people will. I
2: just love the stories and connections with the, especially the older the older Bible stories tell more of the truth, in my opinion, with the gods fighting amongst them, each other and jealousy and all these weird human emotions that why would gods have, you know, like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I, I know. feel
1: like that, that there was a there's sort of a, a thing with trying to teach those people like some good ways of being good humans yeah. with each other, you know, like
0: the Inter- good stuff
1: that you can take from it, like yeah. how how to be a good person in the world and. You know, but there's, there is a lot of things that have been altered and I'm not a religious, I can't, I can't, I don't, I'm not really into talking about the religious thing. I think it's, okay. don't I don't want to upset anyone or offend anyone. Um, I just, I, I get really upset about these people coming and, you know, deciding for other people what they should think and how they should feel. And then like moving them from their homes and, you know, just causing, you know, a whole bunch of you know things and then they're still doing it to yeah. this day
0: you would like think what, you would think what's the use in forcing people to believe in something they they will never because be they've been
1: it. brainwashed
0: yeah because
1: but, they've been taught that like you got to convert you got to convert people and then they've been taught like um oh if you don't say the things that we know then it means that you're being uh, affected by the devil, you're being affected by Satan, and then we must not, you know, you're not going to go to where we go, and like it's just all, it doesn't make any sense. You know, we're all human beings. We all just when when we when we when our body stops, we go back over to the non-physical, back over to Source Energy, and that. <laughs> all right. that other stuff is just for control and you know manipulating people and. Mm-hmm. And it, and it, and it just is not nice. It's, it's hurtful to others. And, and, uh, you know, so, I mean, I think like, I've thought about this stuff, you know, I've thought about how the people who came from, uh, who, who landed in America had already been manipulated and brainwashed. So then they, they do think they truly think that these these, these people who had been living here already for thousands of years, that 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 they must be saved, or whatever. And then can you imagine if you're like, totally terrified of dying, you're going to maybe pretend, at least? Yes. Okay, fine. I'm going to pretend that I believe what you're talking about. Or I or you know what I'm saying? Like, or I am going to assimilate just because I want to survive, you know, that's just, it just bothers, you know, they were manipulated. They were brainwashed before they got here. I mean, I, I I'm, I'm really big into a studying about, you know, in, I was in the park, man, a park management program, like the, about ecosystems, habitat, you know, conservation, preservation, all that. And so I've, I've studied, um, of this man, uh, John Muir, who is, you know, early in, um, like conservation, preservation in Yosemite, in California. And I was loving hearing, reading his book called My Summer in the Sierra. And he's talking about his experience as he's hanging off of a waterfall and hanging off of a a, a tree in the storm and all this stuff. And I'm like, wow, that's pretty interesting. And then he all of a sudden talks about how he sees a savage, like a dirty savage, you know, and Nate basically is talking about an indigenous person that he came upon and he's totally like saying horrible things. And I I just was, I was, I was appalled and blown away of the, of the, of, because of the, of the brainwashing and the, the, that he obviously had from his past, the past, what was going on at that time in the, in, you know, in the United States. So anyways, that's, Yeah. Religion stuff. I, I'm not into whatever whatsoever. Um, I knew from an early, early age though, that I was spiritual. And I remember thinking to myself, like when I was in like fifth grade, I'm spiritual, but I don't know what that means, you know, because I was having the first experience that I had when I was like two and a half was, I saw something that was like what Moses saw where I saw fire. At the head of my bed, between the head of my bed and the wall, I saw flames. I woke up, I saw flames. The image of flames, there was no, there was literally no fire. It wasn't like there was no crackling sounds, there was no any of that. And then it dissipated and was gone. And I had that experience in my, you know, for years in my early life. And, you know, that represents like the divine. It doesn't mean, you know what I mean? So it's like, I that was my very first being still so connected to the non physical side of things, my senses being that heightened. You know, we all come from this pure positive energy, and a lot of us do see things at an early age, but maybe our people around us are like, no, you're not, you're imagining things. And then you just start going, oh, because you're the grown up, you must know more than me. So I'm going to, I'm going to ignore my own self. And then the religion comes in and, you know, blah, 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 you know, all that stuff. But there is like, you know, I've had plants, literally potted plants move on their own to let me know that they, that, that, that they can, I have, I have literally felt empathically a plant, like. Be excited that I'm coming over to water it.
2: Oh Jesus! Everybody wants. Everybody. Everybody wants to hug you. (laughs) The wind, the plants. I know.
1: I know. I know. Share some love over
2: here. Come on. (laughs) That's awesome.
1: That stuff is just so amazing because I wanted to know. I. I I wanted to see it. I want to experience it. So they're, they're showing me, okay, here you go. Like two days in a row. I mean, I saw a blade of grass. It looked kind of like a finger. It moved. It went, ear, ear. <laughs> it like,
2: Alice wow. of Wonderland.
1: I was oh, not, man. I was not on shrooms or anything. I swear. <laughs>
2: it's just me,
1: Trisha. Okay. And then the same day, or was it like I was saying, like, like sometimes like two days in a row, I'll have these experiences. Uh, I was walking. And out of nowhere, do you guys have, you know, like those uh, a magnolia tree? Do you mm. have magnolia trees in Germany? Yeah. Cool. Okay. So, you know, they have those seed pods, right? Mm. Well, a seed pod of a magnolia tree fell out of midair below a branch of an oak tree and landed with a thud like 30 feet feet in front of me. And there was no Magnolia tree there. There was no like squirrels in the trees or whatever. there was not just, it fell out of midair. Hmm. Yeah. So there's things going on around us all the time beyond just the spirit role. You know, I mean, there's just all these other, I mean, there's, there's people who have, there's a woman, her name is Wendy Garrett. She has a really great podcast. She had a podcast called Conscious Living where she talks to all these people who have had their experiences and she's had amazing experiences. Now she has a show called Wendy's Coffee House and she will ha- interview people and then she'll talk about her experiences. She was telling a story where she was out in the woods outside and she saw hundreds of, of squirrels like coming out of thin air running across. And then going back through into thin air, like just hundreds. (laughs) Squirrels. Yeah. Why squirrels? I don't know. But I'm just saying, like, there's a lot of different, there's a lot of things to be had. So I wanted to have these experiences. So I have been learning how. I've been listening to the people who teach, you know, the, the the ancient people's teachings being taught down through the generations. And then these, these um, medicine people who are offering these teachings to us. And I'm thankful because if you have a random experience, you know, you're like, I want to understand why, how, how did I, how did I have this experience and why? Because it's, you know, I wanted to, and because I'm connecting at the same sort of vibrational that's what I'm looking at. It's what I'm thinking about. So I take that seriously, you know, like I, I have had enough experiences with like the human side, the human realm that I would like to be better. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm so thankful when I have the really good experience, like I'm meeting you guys, you guys are cool people. I could tell. And I'm thankful that we've got we're, some- we're cool. Yes. <laughs> like, we've aligned, right. We've aligned in this time and space to be able to be meeting up and talking, That's right? It's just like that with everything. And, um, so I'm, I'm really, I've had, I have seen some things. Okay. I have seen some scary things.
2: Oh well, hell yeah. Um, you have. You listed a I shit today. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to
1: have any more of the, like, what, like, okay, what can I do to never have a scary thing or see a scary thing again? Right. So anytime someone starts leading down the road of this, I'm like blah 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 blah. Let's change the subject.
2: That's why you are cutting Daniel off. <laughs>
1: it's like that's no. nice. Anyways, let's <laughs> it's stop
2: nice to yes. you're killing kids now. No worries.
1: Yucks. <laughs> oh my oh, god! Good. Now we're sacrificing humans and putting them in a wall.
0: <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah. But um, we are also uh, very uh, that you've been here today and told us. what yeah. happened to you is yeah, very thank very you interesting. For
1: listening. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for listening. To, thanks for telling me your guys' stories. And thanks yeah. for sharing some of the videos. That was awesome. You did your research.
0: Good job. A little bit. <laughs> yeah, but um, let's wrap it up for today. I hope we can meet okay. again and talk some more about... Uh, oh my God, I'd
1: love to. Yeah, yeah you guys are great. Happen.
0: Thank you. Let's end it right here. And please stay with us for two more minutes, Okay.
1: Okay.